Joe Gorga, that great beard. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. He was looking, he's growing old. That daddy's looking good. And- <laughs> Excuse me? What? Whoa. Some some like Whoa. it old. Whoa. Save that. <laughs> Go, well, I'll tell you what. He's even not my top five uh, house husbands, but he is maturing well. Yeah, he's a good Yeah, guy. I mean... I could have that housewife's husband thing conversation all day long. I mean, it's going to be Mauricio, but all day Joe's up there. We should do a special one day for sure. Dedicated to the men of housewives. Maybe like a father's day. episode. (laughs) That's creepy. I don't want to talk about my lust of house husbands on father's day. MLP and welcome back to Boy Meets Bravo. Episode seven. Here we are again. I I think I think we are doing pretty well. I think we're, we're doing kicking butt. Something, yeah. Well, we know why we're here, but maybe we should inform everybody else just so they've got a premiere. Yeah. So this is gonna be a really fun episode because not only do we get to chat about our very favorite thing, Bravo TV, but we get to do it with my fiance, Jasmine, who doesn't watch Bravo like we do, even in the least bit. We've actually forced him to be here every week. Um, and we have a really special guest with us with us today, a fellow Bravo fanatic, bringing us a new boy's perspective. Let's welcome Colin Hanks. <sighs> Hey guys, thanks for having me. We are glad to have we you. We are glad to have you, exactly. Super pumped. Well, how is everybody doing this week? How was your week, Desmond? Why you go to me first? Because you're sitting here. Next Damn. Week. Um, Bobby Smarter's coming home tomorrow. Shit. Okay. Yeah. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Explain yourself. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know who Bobby Smart is. Come on now. Yeah, but coming home. Why is he? Where is he? I assume jail. And where yes, is he coming yes, from? Yes. There you go, LP. Let, let me. I'm sorry. Let he me, in prison. Yeah. Let me break it down in terms that you understand. Bobby Schmurda is a, a poet in the hip hop community, and he got arrested and sentenced to prison for, I think, nine years for some stuff that he did. And tomorrow he is being released. Welcome home, Schmurda. Well, good on Schmurder. That hat probably gonna drop. Wow. LP, wow. how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm super pumped. Uh, we've got a good week ahead of us. We are celebrating Bree's Bachelorette yeah, yeah, this yeah. weekend. We're doing a little trip with a few of our very close friends. And I'm excited. Like, if it's anything like we saw in Atlanta this week, listen, I, I can't wait. I can't even like no one can see me, but I'm just shaking my head. And that's all I did. The whole episode was just like, ah, ah, ah. But it was the best episode of the season of like seasons so far. Well, prepare yourself, my friend. I have seen the itinerary. I've seen some of the items that are being packed and delivered. So if we're doing our job, it'll be something like Candy's Dungeon. If it couldn't, though, that would be better. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a touch. Just, just a, a touch. Lot. Just a lot. 
Colin, how you doing? Doing good. Just having a super great week. Excited to uh, just move over to East Atlanta and really excited to go out this weekend and it kind of really dive into the community and see like what's going on over here. Yeah, in your new hood. Yeah, living up here with LP. <laughs> Let For me find out, listening. Colin. Let me find out, Colin, is the new East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> Shout out to my guest. Hey, you're welcome Atlanta. to come anytime. Who's his East Atlanta Santa? Oh, my gosh, yes. That is Gucci Mane, another hip-hop <laughs> poet. <laughs> I would I would hang with Gucci Mane, that's for sure. We need to start uh, listening to Game on Trial a little bit more. Oh, my gosh. Get our hip-hop cred up. Shout out to Game on Trial. Have you read his book? Gucci wrote a book? See, you didn't even know that. Nah. How did you not know that? Nah, I'll stick to the gun and drug talk and the music. I like that. <laughs> okay, I hear you. <laughs> well, I'm glad everyone's had a good week, but I think most importantly, we all weighed in and got to some of us exposed for the very first time to the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Iconic. I n- speak for three of us here. I am really good friends with Colin and Bree. Um, and I know that equally we have amassed two trillion hours worth of Real Housewives of New Jersey watching. Approximately. Approximately. We could get the country out of debt for sure. Yeah, for every hour. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, for me, I speak for myself, but I also feel like I know you guys well enough to know that this is one of our favorite franchises. Like, 100%. The moments. 100%. The classic moments. Colin, do you have any favorite New Jersey housewife moments? God, there's just so many. I mean, Teresa, just her career (laughs) is a moment. I mean, let's see. That and, uh, God, probably Jennifer joining the show. Ooh, she has been a joy this season so far, in my opinion. I mean, we've gotten three different personas of her over the last three years. I mean, it's crazy. Here to serve. Uh, But I'm glad that uh, I'm hoping that Desmond... uh, took some notes as usual on the ladies of New Jersey and was ready to serve us his opinion as the boy meets Bravo next. All right. And we are back. And this week we are talking real housewives of New Jersey, where some of the most epic and classic Real housewife scenes originated from. Um, I will start with my favorite and what I think is probably the most iconic scene in all of Real Housewives history. Um, it's gonna be a tough one to guess, but like try your best. Engaged 19 times, prostitution whore. Excellent rendition. Thank you. Excellent rendition. And the most iconic, like it's where she, it's where Teresa entered all of our all of our visions for the first time as the most abrasive housewife that ever existed it was that was wonderful i remember vividly watching this she should have received an emmy for that agreed i mean hands down i literally send it back and forth sometimes with my sister every so often just because it's such an enjoyable one to like watch and rewatch because I mean, she goes, talk about zero to 60. I And the strength, as Andy put it, when she held him basically in a stranglehold at one of the reunions, 
Ian's pushing him to get to Danielle Staub. He looked at her, he goes, you're strong. Like you, <laughs> you, she's strong. So don't mess with the, don't mess with Teresa. I mean, we've definitely uh, seen that. My she... personal favorite though is your husband's in the pool. Yes, Margaret, you love Margaret. I do, I do. Oh yeah, your face looks like a monkey's asshole. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> oh man. And the monkey's that- asshole that you sucked. Yeah. It's like just so classic. Classic Marge. Yes. Oh my God. Um, let's see. Oh God, a real, real, real cringy one was when everybody was, I don't know, on vacation and Joe was caught in the vineyard on that phone call, calling Teresa his bitch wife. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was so uncomfortable. It was. It was hard to watch. So inappropriate. And the fact that she even, like, stood by him after that was like, well, here we are. Not long after, all the texts and mail fraud and wire fraud issues come out. And prison, uh, time. prison time. But that scene is gut-wrenching. Can you imagine watching that, Desmond? I would like to catch you up to speed. This man who Teresa used to, I know you just got introduced to Teresa the other day. This man like called her like on national television, took a phone call from what everyone can assume would be his mistress. Cause that's what he was speaking to. He said it was someone from work, but he goes, uh, I can't talk. My bitch wife is coming over. And then like calls her a C U N T and like, and then when she comes over, he even looks at her. He goes, what are you doing? You're retarded. And like, it's just like awful. First of all, just Joe Judice, put me on the stand. Awful human <laughs> being in general. But like I, if on national television, that's how you know you're mic'd up. And that's how he talks to his wife. Oh, he's such a little putz. I mean, like he's such a little bitch because he's just constantly like putting everyone else down. He's got some major insecurities, if you ask me. I got to hear both sides. Major. <laughs> Teresa's a handful, but like there's no reason to use the language that he does and has towards her. And like, it's very unfortunate, but I don't I know. Think- they are Italian, though. That's that's how they get down. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a part of their culture. I don't know. True, true. It's loud and aggressive. And it's just real quick. I don't know. Maybe if I actually watch it, I'll get, you know, maybe I'll have the opinion that he's an asshole, too. But you know, I got to rep for my men. I got to hold it down. I got to hear both sides before. Well, he's deported. Whoa. What Donald do? Um, Donald. Donald. <laughs> what Donald do? No. Um, Joe Giudice didn't help um, him out. Wasn't Teresa on A Celebrity Apprentice? She was. Yeah. Yep. She was. Damn. He didn't even save his homeboy? No. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Well, this. Yeah. This season premiere started with this like sneak peek of this epic fight. And then the episode actually ended with us seeing that fight. That never happens. They always catch our attention. And then we got to wait three episodes before something happens. But it ended like if this is what we are going to get this season, I I couldn't be more thrilled. We jumped in from the get, man. We jumped in from the get. And it was... I, like you said, we never get this pleasure. We always have to wait. It's drawn out over multiple seasons. I tell you what, Br- uh, Beverly Hills can draw out a storyline better That's than true. anybody else. <laughs> Puppy Gate. Well, they're I- soap actress, actresses. I mean, like, That's they're like, let me take my time. 
<laughs> this is true. so true. Well, okay. So, so let's talk about the ladies before we go into all of the things from this episode. Um, so before we get Desmond's uh, thoughts on them. I just want to say, and LP, you and I were talking about this while we were watching. Everybody looks amazing this season. So good. Everyone looked amazing, and in this episode, looked wasted. It yeah. was phenomenal. Yeah. A great night. Joe Gorga, that great beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. He was looking. He's growing old. That daddy's looking good. And- <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What? Whoa. Some some like it old. Whoa. Save that. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. He's even not my top five uh, house husbands, but he is maturing well. Yeah. He's a good. Yeah. I mean, I could have that housewives husband thing conversation all day long. I mean, it's going to be Mauricio, but all day. Joe's up there. We should do a special one day for sure, dedicated to the men of Housewives. Maybe like a Father's Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. I don't want to talk about my lust of house husbands on Father's Day. Oh that might that might be hitting like therapy for people. You're not wrong. Yeah. All right, Desmond, talk to us a little bit about some of these ladies because we this is brand mm. new to you, and it was been it was fun watching you watch it. So. What do you think? Who do you want to start with? Um, I didn't take any notes. This one, because first of all, first thing I noticed, you said everyone looks good this season, but I just noticed a lot of shiny faces. Well, there's a lot of like fake stuff in their faces, sure. There, no, there's like every face was shiny. It was a lot of shine. You didn't notice that? Okay, maybe it's a, maybe it's a God thing. I noticed that Teresa had been having laser, some sort of laser procedure because she did have a makeup uh scene with Gia. And um, there's that's Hello, part of flawless. <laughs> she's she's definitely having shiny work done. Mm, I see. OK, well, first, yeah, I guess we can start with um, the HBIC, the head bitch in charge, which is obviously Teresa, Teresa, because obviously she's like one of those um rugged type Italians that will punch you in your mouth if you say something mm-hmm. wrong. And I like that about her because not only is she that, she was able to get off a rumor and not have, you know, like any physical replications from it. You know, it's like she started a rumor in the middle of the episode and all old girl wanted to do is talk it out. So people are scared of Teresa. So I like that. Uh, next would be this girl, she might be the best looking one on Bravo I've seen so far. It uh, looks like she, she's like the 4LW member or like the missing cheetah girl. Oh, 3LW? Yeah. Um, she looks like yeah. she, she could be in the cheetah girls. Um, Is it Melissa? Melissa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Melissa looks like she was like in Dream or like she didn't make it in Danity Kane or something. You know, she has a single or like a couple songs out, right? I'm a fan. I'm yeah. Does. Yeah. From yeah. her earlier Real Housewives career. When she was a tried. breakout star. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Melissa looks good. I'm a fan. She got a nose job. If that makes a difference. 
We'll get into no. that. We'll talk about <laughs> whether it makes a difference. Hold I think up, hold, yeah, up. hold up, hold up, hold up. I think Bree's hating right now. No, Why are you hating? I'm just, I'm just she, saying. Hold up, hold up. Because you, you didn't have to throw that out there. That's, this is a topic for tea time. We talk about it. We dive into the male versus Why female Bree's perspective. Okay. No. Yeah, I'm ready to get to that. So next would be this lady. Um, I'm not sure if they've brought this up yet, but they will. But she has a drinking problem. And you always catch the one with a drinking. No, problem. I can tell. Like I saw one person. Jennifer. No, I, yeah, no. That, I haven't got to her yet. But Margaret. Margaret uh, has a drinking problem. No, she so doesn't. She, she doesn't drink. Margaret is sober. Fuck she drinks soda water here. Yep, Margaret does not drink. She Why will maybe that? have a cocktail every. She grew up with a party mom. And mm. she is the, um, I think has somewhat probably rebelled against that. I don't know. I don't know her whole lifestyle okay, and life well, choices and the reason behind it. But she did grow up with a party mom and she drinks soda water, elixirs everywhere she goes. Okay. So it's halfway right. It's, just, it's, it's in her family. Okay. I can tell. My, I don't miss. Ancestral alcoholism. I can look in somebody's <laughs> eyes. If you don't have it, your parents have it, or your, or your daddy has it, your brother has it. Okay. Somebody in their family has a substance abuse problem. Margaret is one of LP's favorite housewives. I, could tell I love Margaret Josephs. I love yeah. Margaret Josephs. I love her home, the wallpaper. I love a your husband's in the pool. I love, uh, I love her and Joe. Oh, that love story is just so precious to me. I mean, I, hold on, though. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't she cheat on her husband with her new husband? <laughs> I mean, life happens, right? Yeah. It's, like, it's just they're, they're still genuine. friends. They are like she's. And his name is Jan. That's true. <laughs> hey, <laughs> not hating Jan. Just saying. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, uh, she, you're not wrong. Love was a tainted and twisted path, but it <laughs> was one of love nonetheless. And I just think it's cute. I think it's they're cute, cute now. I do. LP has that cape on tight. Uh. <laughs> Rep it for Margaret. I love it. <laughs> All, right. All right. So next is uh, my favorite lady of the, of the bunch. Uh, not only because we have a special tie to her. This is my first time actually seeing her on TV and interacting. And this is Dolores. Oh, we love Dolores Catania. So not only do I like her, Brie knows I have uh, a thing for older women. And she fits the build for that. <laughs> Number two, I noticed that she had two men on this show. That's a fun little... How in the fuck you do that, <laughs> Dolores? She is a catch, as Margaret Joseph said. She is a catch. She's a catch of all catches. She's beautiful. She's got literally, we know this for a fact, a heart of gold. Yes. She's so kind, like, have reached out. She has responded. She's been wonderful to us. We love you, Dolores. Yo, and that thing poking, too. <laughs> that thing poking, Dolores. I see it. I just had to throw that out there. You know what? They were talking about it in the beginning, how she had work done on her butt. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, it'll probably take a little while to see. But then like a couple scenes later, she was rocking this blue dress. And I was like, damn, that thing poking. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. She could move it on command. It was impressive. Yeah. I love Dolores. I like Dolores. That's a love journey. If you want to talk about a love journey. 
That true. is true. Yeah. Oh, I like her ex-husband too. He he's like a bro. You know, we'll get to the men, but I think I might I might like this season the most because the dudes are dudes. Like the other seasons, they're more like corporate style men who have you know jobs and shit i don't know what these men do but they're like the bros business assholes yeah the dudes i would hang out with uh in new jersey and they're like like i think that they're actually friends too like they like they have like little bromance together and they actually just hang out which makes it way more genuine when they're on camera Oh, absolutely. When they take trips to like when they went to the Jersey Shore and they got Bill Aiden wasted. <laughs> oh, classic television. Like they're genuinely pals and enjoy hanging out with each other. They these are my favorite house group of house husbands because they are bros. They're Jersey bros. It's they're a little bros. bit like watching like Jersey Shore again, but yeah, grown up Jersey. Yeah, but your dad's version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. exactly. Like, come on, Frank. What are you doing? Yes, I love it. Do you remember last season, real quick, when um, Bill Aiden got wasted, wasted when he was out on a boat with the boys? Yes. Um, do you remember this season already when they have a photo of her, like on her Instagram, where he he's got his like shirt undone? <laughs> no. And he's like wasted. Oh my god, you've got to check that out. It is hysterical. It's after the party they go to. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. Shirt wide open. Wasted. Oh wait. Yes. I do remember this. I do. Yeah. Yeah. He looked at, like, I was like, oh my God. It's like that creepy man at the party that like <laughs> hangs on all the pretty girls. Let's get back into these ladies. I think there's two more I haven't gotten to. Uh, next is this one lady from what we've seen this episode. I'm not sure about your hip hop knowledge LP, but do you remember this movie hustle and flow mm. with Terrence Tower? No. Oh my yes. Wait, yes, 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 yes. Yes, actually, I take it back. Okay. Do you remember the white girl that he pimped in that movie? Yes. Come (laughs) Come on, DJ. I'm in charge, DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her mother is on this show. And that is Jackie. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Y'all can't see that? As you're saying it, yeah, I guess. That's the first thing I thought, Hustle and Flow, when I saw her. Oh, my God. But, you know, she was the one who threw the party, so I don't know too much about her. She looks like she, she, she has a good time, so I fuck with that. Uh, next. I love how your mind I love how your mind works. This is, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is why we're here. This is fantastic. I would have never gotten to Hustle and Flow. It just wouldn't. I know. I know. I wonder before he gets to the last person, I wonder if like the fact that Jackie was the very first thing we saw this season and, you know, the fight with her and Teresa is the very first thing in this first episode. I wonder if Jackie's going to have like a bigger storyline this season because like they're like introducing the season with her. Finally. I mean, not that she needs her own like story, like, but like finally something to talk about instead of like an article. (laughs) yes an article a birthday party uh yeah i wonder if she's coming for i don't even know what they hold in new jersey i'd say coming for the peach but that's atlanta like trying to dethrone the queen yeah i don't know oh this last one i don't like her she has uh rbf resting bitchy face and i can tell she's the annoying one of the group jennifer yeah Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so i will Mm -mm. say that I mean, to me, I think she's the annoying one of the group. What do you two think? 
I'll let Colin speak to our, our opinion on Jennifer. I'm just like, yeah, like she just is. I mean, like first, okay. The first season we get her, she's like this spoiled little bitch. That's like complaining about an article that wasn't even about her. And then second season, she comes in throwing punches and like knives. Yeah. Like daggers, man. And then this season, she's just an actual butter knife. She threw a butter knife at Melissa. Oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. she's just a, she's a nut. Like, and then this season, I mean, gosh, only knows. She's becoming more entertaining to me this season, only for just one moment. I learned. Oh a term. yeah. I learned a term: the pizza bagel. Pizza bagel. <laughs> Kamikaze. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, what is this? Like you say a word, you say another one. Like it's like I say shot, you say like yeah. Kamikaze. She, she's never been my favorite. Her storyline is a storyline of 14 bathrooms and she got going to house. palatial homes. It's tacky AF. <laughs> Why don't you like her, Desmond? I'm curious. Oh, I could just tell. Just from the opening scenes, I was like, she's the known one of the group. It's her face. <laughs> I, that's so mean. It's so mean, but certain people have those faces. Like, you're a bitch. Monkey's asshole. Yeah. But you tried to suck. <laughs> she looked like she just causes drama. Ooh. Yeah, she's that girl in grade school that wore all the bows that no one wanted to talk to. And then now she's like trying to come for revenge. It's not happening. Yes. Yes. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I think. We've rounded out our feelings, I guess. We've gotten his intro to the ladies of New Jersey. And I think we've got some, this bears some real question. This episode brings to mind some real questions that we will dive into in tea time next. Welcome back. It is officially tea time. What are we sipping on? Well, there's a few things we're going to we've got a guest today. So I think we've got a I'm excited to have another male, but also not just like a boy that's meeting Bravo. Like he's met he's 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 spent a lot of time with Bravo. Like it's not just that we've got an expert on our hands is what I'm saying. So I'm excited to jump into a couple of just like. I think in general, good topics and things that seem to pop up regardless of which show you're watching. Um, And particularly on this show, the ladies do not hold back and do hold back in other places. Uh, One of which is like their like love of their man or in some cases lack thereof. I don't know. Uh, Melissa and Joe all over each other. It's Jack, real cute. It's real cute. Jackie and her husband, there was a lot of PDA on this episode. There was a lot of booze on this episode, too. I think that contributed to the PDA. But she so much booze. was not interested, regardless of the birthday, in giving a BJ. Yeah, it was weird that... I mean, Jackie has made it known from, I think, last season at, at the le- latest that she does not, will not give her husband a blowjob 
Um, and I think she kind of made it known that he like would like that, but she's like, no, thank you. I will not. And then at his birthday party in front of everyone, she was like, you'll get a BJ tonight. Just kidding. No, you absolutely will not. Yeah. You don't just do that. It's a little bit like of a cruel joke. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And in front of a ton of people. Like, That's what got me. Oh, first of all, who says that in a group setting? Like, hey, guys, like so and so wants me to go down on him. But like, I don't do that. So like, happy birthday. Well, Jackie's got her prerogative and she's not eating her cake or eating it, too. I don't know. That's a bad. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I mean, that people could see what you just did, like the whole motion of like, I, uh. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe going back to Brie, kind of your point about Jackie having a storyline this season, like maybe her husband really is having an affair. I know I would yeah. after that comment, like, yeah, you never know. I don't know. I don't think we've seen enough of them for me to be able to say like, yeah, I fully think he is, or I fully think he isn't. Uh, but the whole introduction of that rumor was was a lot. Well, I guess if you establish these rules, like in your dating and your marriage, like and you ad- adhere to them, like she's like, I just not my thing. As Jennifer Aiden put it, it's a job. But like <laughs> it, it is. But like she, you know, if that's the rules that she's established, then those are the rules that she's established. She's not like she's holding it back as like punishment. That is that is would be like i think a little bit upsetting but again just talking about it publicly like that throwing her husband under the bus and like honestly kind of making him the butt of like some of the male the men's jokes as well it's just on his birthday like of all days yeah you could like i'm gonna throw this big party for you and then i'm gonna insult you like how would you feel desmond like if it like just if some if it, in a party setting and Brie was like, I don't ever see this happening, which is a weird way to even <laughs> like. But like, I got to imagine that'd be pretty upsetting if like there's something <laughs> going on in the bedroom that then your wife decides to throw across national television. It all depends on what that thing is, because I'm very open. Sometimes I'm too open. Uh, you guys can't see it, but Brie is giving me the evil eye to let me know not to go too far with Oh, I don't. I can I can talk about relax. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> so no, uh, it all depends. The whole blowjob thing. I don't care. I'm not giving my man a blowjob or the, his friends making fun of him about it. I wouldn't care. I have single friends who can't get a blowjob unless they pay for it. So. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god. So. It is what it is. I know a girl on the corner that would do it. <laughs> so oh my God. LP and I got requested on our way to the grocery store one day. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. At the corner of, P- there's an Exxon at the corner of Ponce <laughs> and Moreland. Want a blowjob $20. <laughs> it was, it's honestly, the, it was heartbreaking. I mean, oh, it's not, no. It's, yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> on to another topic. Yeah. <laughs> another common topic. And I almost feel bad for commenting on this, but I feel like this is so universal and it's almost ubiquitous to the housewives of New Jersey is the plastic surgery. Yeah. Like I feel a little bit on one hand that 
you know, why are we, why should we, or why do we compliment, you know, comment on women's looks and the things that they choose to do to their bodies, it's their bodies and they have the right to choose to do it. But at the same time, it's such a part of some of these women's storylines that it's almost impossible not to have that be a part of the conversation when like nips, tucks, inserts, lifts, uh, fills, you know, sucks. They're all, it's all happening all across the board. It's all happening. Well, one thing that I, you're gonna have to remind me, but I remember when Dolores, it was her first season and wasn't Siggy on, on there at the same time. It was both their first season at the same time. And I forget which one it was, or even if it was both, but literally their first entrance into the New Jersey, like, scene was that like they had just gotten facelifts or something siggy had like gotten i think her neck done or something she was like in like compress compresses for having like her face jawline neck situation done dolores is on her second ass lift i didn't even know when she got the first to be honest yeah Dolores can i mean she's whatever like whatever you want to do girl and granted for everyone whatever you want to do whatever but just dolores queen dolores the marge the marges like marge senior marge junior have both had their like i think neck chin regions done and nipped and tucked Mm -hmm. um jennifer and the full mommy makeover Teresa and her boobies. Yes, after you know? she had, uh, what's the youngest one's name? And her hairline and her face. I mean, she had her hairline done. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you look at like the first couple seasons, her hairline is at her eyebrows. It is really. And low. then, like, after a couple seasons, like, it was like, oh, now you actually have a hairline. True. No offense, yes. lover, lover. But, you know, think about it like this. Like, I know people are always like, oh, no, we're judging. But it's like when you go, like, on a walk in your, in your neighborhood and you're, like, judging the hell out of people's houses, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, oh, I hate those shutters. Well, like, look at her face. Like, (laughs) (laughs) our body is our temple, right? So it is our house. It's true. Yeah, there you go. Well, one thing that was like real controversial, maybe over the summer, at least a few months ago, was um, Melissa's daughter. There was a picture of like her and Gia. This was after Gia had gotten her nose job. And there was a picture of Melissa and her daughter. And people were saying that Melissa had like photoshopped her daughter's nose on the picture that she posted on Instagram. Do you remember that? Yeah, like there was definitely some face-tune shaming going on over the children, which is always very a tough, touchy subject, which we will touch on next. But yeah, it um yeah, I do remember that. That it's sad to see. Like I mean, look at Chloe Kardashian. I mean, you can do anything with facetune these days, and it's like a little bit of a filter can go a long way. That's true. <laughs> it's just like also like who did it? Was it her daughter? You know, you don't really know. So it's like I feel so bad sometimes for them because people get so much shit for things they post. And it's like, well, you don't know if like everyone had it in, you know? Yeah. Well, if it's her mother's picture that's being posted on her Instagram and her mother is tweaking her nose, that is definitely a damaging thing. You know, I don't know. I think on the psyche, especially when they look so much alike, like, you know, you'll Except never be able for to the nose. Literally, that's exactly. it. <laughs> you'll, she'll never Except be able to for that nose. <laughs> she'll never be able to tell her daughter, no, you can't get that done. Cause like they look exactly like like you said, except for the nose. Yeah. Do we not remember the Melissa that came on to the show? 
Very looked a little different. You know what I mean? Like now she does look like a pop star from 3LW, if you will. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what did that Bravo? What do dudes think about plastic surgery? Like, do you care if a woman has her boobs done or her lips filled? I mean, I think that there's obviously, I would assume limitations on this because when you start getting into crazy territory, that's a different level. But like in general, does it bother men or does it like, what, what's, what is the general stance, I guess, on the plastic surgeries? I mean, husband. Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I would just say, I mean, I would just say like to each his own, right? Like if you want to do something, do it. But like, really though, like, just think about it. Like, don't go crazy. But like, there's uh, those people that, you know, there's something people shouldn't do, but like, whatever. I yeah, mean, at least you don't look like Kim D. There's <laughs> definitely levels to it, but um, I don't care. As long as it looks good. I feel like, I feel like women care more than men do, to be honest a hot take. I will say, I think that's accurate. I think it's more so about how we feel about our own bodies and in our own skin that like makes um, us want to do that. And a lot of times that's driven by out. Well, I I wasn't talking about that. I mean, I I was going to say. Uh, No, I I was going to say, I was talking about uh, when it got in regards to critiquing uh, women with plastic surgery. So if you're asking men, hey, do you care if women get plastic surgery or not? Do you think it enhances them, makes them look worse? Men, we don't care as long as it's tasteful. But when in in regards to, to critiquing, I feel like women do that more than men. Now, what about. Yeah, I agree with that. What about if, um, like I were to get plastic surgery, but I didn't tell you because one of the first things we see with Dolores and her like little family situation is that right the day before she went to get her ass done, she told David, but she doesn't live with David anymore. So how would David need to know, you know, well, they're in she, a relationship. Frank didn't, didn't even know about it. She showed him the scars and he was like, you look like you were floundered. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Her ass was floundering. Yeah. Uh, mm. Classic. That was, I love, it's She's another, hilarious. Love her. It's another great Dolores Frank moment. They come. Mm. But yeah, that was a that was a bone of contention. Like he doesn't want her having surgery. Her boyfriend doesn't want her have whether they live together or not. He doesn't want her to have surgery. And especially like going off and getting it done and telling him the night before she's supposed to enter as he is a doctor. You know, I think it sends him for a little bit of a loop on a different way. But well, his whole thought was that he was like, I don't think you need it. Well, okay, if that was the case, people wouldn't do a lot of things, you know, like my dad doesn't hold my mom back from getting work done, but because he knows that it's going to make her feel better. I mean, he's not going to let her go get like a whole new face like Michael Jackson style, but like, you know, she wants stuff done. It's like you can't tell someone no. Right. Like that. And he's trying to be controlling. I don't know if, if she was. I mean, I certainly don't think she would ask permission. That's for sure. Um, but I think I would talk it over with my significant other at some point. But she's also like a fully grown woman who just like does what she wants. And I'm down for that, too. So, 
they are not like like she will say they are not there he is not giving her the level of commitment that she wants so to in her mind she's a bit of an independent woman that's true so she doesn't feel like she needs to run things like that past him which i respect and understand if he was stepping up to the bat in the ways that i think she wants then maybe he would get more say in what was going on in her life right oh standing up for dolores regardless we got our girl yes yeah I mean, if it's a point of contention with him, I'd be like, okay, cool. I don't live with you. You don't owe me any. We're good. I'm going to go do this later. And that's what she did. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, the other hot topic this week, and I think this this spans a few. I mean, we talked about this last week in last week's episode with Brooks and um, Meredith. But this week, for sure, with Bravo kids, like when are they off limits? We saw this week that um, that Jackie went in like double down, triple down, quadruple down. Yeah, lots of on down. while Teresa was going around talking shit and saying things in places that she shouldn't have been saying them. Jackie came in with what I think, and I think you agree a bit, Bree, is crossing a bit of a bounds when it comes to even if it's just even if you're copping to that it's total bullshit, it is crossing a line that you sometimes can't cross when it comes to Bravo kids. When are they off limits? Well, like you said, last episode in episode six, we talked about Brooks marks. And the whole, part of the reason that Meredith was upset with Jen Shaw at the reunion was because Jen had liked tweets that were talking badly about Brooks. <laughs> and I understand, I mean, I don't have kids, but I can, uh, I can understand that like your kids are always your babies, but when the kids are like part of the show in a way that they are like fully grown adults um, and they insert themselves in some of the drama. That's when I think they're not off limits. But what Jackie did was bring Gia in when Gia was nowhere to around, you know, nowhere even slightly connected to that. She is off at college. She's like barely giving her mother the time of day via FaceTime in order to be on this show. That's Brooks, true. he, like we said, he inserted himself on the show. He wanted to be a storyline. He wanted to have his fashion line on the show and like get launched that way. So, you know what? When it becomes a part of the storyline, it gets a little bit opened up that that like Gia snorting coke and as explicitly as she said it at parties when, you know, it's a young woman off at college trying like regardless of age, whether she's 19, 20, that's that's wrong. Yeah. In my opinion. Not cool. Yeah, no, I mean, 100 percent. I think I mean, Brooks Marks, like, don't please don't even get me started there. Like one of the most annoying humans. Uh-huh. I mean, like, honestly, like learn how to do something and don't talk like it's going to take an hour to have a sentence from him. Like, I just I'm sorry. I just find him super annoying and like grow up like you're 20 years old. Um, but like Gia, that's off the limits, man. Like you don't go after someone's kids like that aren't actively participating. And that's not like, that wasn't even the point of the, like, she, she just went about it all wrong. Like, it's like, don't, why would you bring up someone's kids? Like, do you think that's actually going to calm her down and have her agree with you when you're going to talk shit about her kids? Have you seen any of the seasons? Do you know, Teresa? I mean, like, you gotta be a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Like, 
True. Do not talk about my family. <laughs> yeah, like season one. Hello. Like, come she flipped, on. She flipped like, a table the first year we met her. Oh, my yeah. God. Bree, do you remember this from, I think we took logic class together uh, before I maybe dropped out. Uh, yeah, you left me. Yeah. Uh, it's a red herring. If they, if I, I believe if, if this was a logic argument, uh, Jackie is coming in. She should know this as a lawyer, as a lawyer. Remember that this is a bit of a red herring. It is. I get where she's coming. Like it's, there's some logic to it, but like not the same, not the same. And I think maybe she was trying to come in with like a very outrageous example to show Teresa how her rumor was an outrageous kind of situation, but you can't make the kids an example. Do you think, even though Gia's, you know, she's like 19 or 20 now, but she's like off at college. There's a a lot of different examples she could have used. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, that was not cool. I mean, I'm not like like, like, Team Jackie anyway, but still not cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like everyone has that friend that like when you get mad at them, they come back with some like low blow, right? And it's just like she's coming, like she's trying to get her point across, but then she's like not getting the answer she wants. So she's getting, she's hitting low and it's well, like, now she's going to act like, Oh, what was me? I mean, I look forward to seeing what happens next. Honestly, I really, really do. I want to see some punches. Teresa is not above those. I've seen her chase many women. Oh, she's been to prison. In front of, she chased what's her name? Daniel Staub down in front of a country club. She's pushed Andy. Uh, I don't think she's going to fight anybody now though. Cause I feel like, wouldn't she go back to prison or is she off of maybe she can just hire Danielle. She's probably needing work. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I don't know. I think we're all kind of under the same understanding that there are some limitations to what you're saying. And I think Jackie crossed the line. Yeah. I found this tweet that Gia uh, tweeted on Friday, like last week um, after, right after the show, premiered and she said saying it was an analogy is making it excusable and it's not my character is now being questioned my name was used to make a point no one should be used in that way i'm suffering the consequences for such an outlandish and untrue statement while her marriage is happy and intact so it does say here and and this is from page six and gia is 20 so like fully grown adult but also a college kid a college kid and who has a reputation to protect, who's going out to look for jobs in the next who, whoever knows near future. And like, you know, and that's just unfair. It's unfair to drag her in. Whether or not you take it back is untrue. It's it's unfair. So shame on you, Jackie. Not the way to get your peach. Boo. Your Boo. peach in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not. So, well, I think we can all agree it was definitely unfortunate. Um, I mean, I think Teresa is also taking unfortunate stabs in Jackie's direction um, to kind of make up for a lot of her marital marital troubles having been spread across the internets and across the world. And, um, you know, she's looking at people smiling and wanting to have them sharing her pain a little bit, but it makes for good TV regardless. All of it makes for good TV. So, well, I think we had a great tea time. Thank you, Colin, for joining us. I was so happy to have you. In yeah, our- guys, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed it. Always good to get another boy's perspective. And hey, boop, fans. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's interested in being a guest star on one of our shows, hey, <laughs> let us know. We're into this idea. I think this is awesome. So I don't know. 
could get some freaks and weirdos, but I think we could also get some really committed people. All good options. Anyway. Get some pretty, pretty great characters. Who knows? Maybe you'll uh, get Dolores. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. I know. Just kidding. I'm sure all of our people, all of our people listening are wonderful stand-up humans. Anyways, I'm excited to come back after this with the St. Andy Awards. back with the St. Andy Award. So in the spirit of my upcoming Bachelorette weekend, this week's St. Andy Award is being awarded to Candy Burris's Dungeon Party for Cynthia's Bachelorette weekend. And there are like COVID South Carolina girls vacation, which had more girls on this vacation than any show I've ever seen. But Candy brought it like we know that Candy knows how to throw a party and how to throw a sex party. (laughs) And she brought all of that uh, complete with lingerie for everyone, a swing for Cynthia, whips and Bolo the stripper, which, oh, my gosh. This episode, y'all, will go down in history. In real, she brought the candy factory to you. She brought the whole factory, and I am appreciative of the content. And I thank Bravo for all the hidden cameras and the audio that we got to see, and the floor plan that they kept throwing up on the screen, like I was in a (laughs) true crime documentary. And I just, I just appreciate all of it. So, Candy's getting our Saint Andy Award this week. Go candy, go. I, you know, we love candy as some of us call her auntie up in here, but uh, we love candy. And what are your thoughts? Put I mean, away, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were all was out this week. So, t- I mean, what are your thoughts? Should we eat you a bolo? I'm sorry. I said, should we get you a bolo no, for your you. bachelorette? No, 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 no. Hard no. Do it. <laughs> I think it's a get a get a bolo with a ten footer. Wow. <laughs> All right, I've got a few. I've got a few days to put Those together. <laughs> I've got a few days to put this together. All right. No, thank you. Well, I'm hey. calling V tomorrow. We're getting it done. <laughs> well, Colin, thank you again for joining us this week on Boy Meets Bravo. Come back whenever you want. And I'm sure we'll text you in a like a day to talk about the next show that we are watching anyway. Yeah, no, thank you for having me again, guys. Hope you uh, y'all have a great week. Okay. okay. Thanks, big dog. Well, thanks for listening. We appreciate everyone. Thank you. Um, if you are listening to us on the various platforms make sure you subscribe give us five stars leave us those reviews let us know what you like um tell your friends about us and connect with us let us know if there's anything you guys want us to watch um talk to us on at boy meets bravo um and you can always catch our other sister and brother podcasts on creative geniuses network thanks everyone have a good night bye